the county needs that money for their police officers, their fire department. They have to meet their budget. So this tax lead investment has to benefit the investors so much because they need us to keep coming back. Best ever listeners, I'm proud to announce many masterminds as a component of this year's best ever conference. This year's best ever conference is virtual. So we've added something that we've never done before. And I'm confident you're going to get a lot of value from it. When you join the best ever conference, you will be thoughtfully placed into a mini mastermind group. And to give you an idea of what these mini masterminds are, it's going to be about six to eight people, fellow best ever attendees. And if you've attended the best ever conference, you know that the quality of attendees is very high. And we have experienced investors who are also good people. I'm sure there's some bad people out there, but I've never come across them at the conference. They're people who want to help and people who want to network and people who are successful already in commercial real estate. So you'll want to be a part of these mini masterminds. And in these mini masterminds, we're going to thoughtfully place you in a group with other attendees and you're going to have different meetings virtually with them and we're going to help facilitate those meetings so they're going to be all around a topic and each of the masterminds will have a different topic for example one mastermind you'll talk about what resources relationships investments etc have made the biggest difference in your life and what do you think you're missing for that next big life change or that next big milestone in business. So we're going to prompt your mini mastermind group with a topic and then you all will discuss and we'll do that for seven mini mastermind sessions. So you're going to get to know other attendees really well and you're going to get the maximum amount of networking opportunities to go deep with people because ultimately what I found out is the more people I know is beneficial, but what really moves the needle on business is going deep with a select number of people and really establishing substantive relationships with them. So go to BEC2021.com, sign up for the best ever conference, get thoughtfully placed in the mini mastermind group as a result of that mini masterminds are going to start november 1st and when you sign up now you're going to lock in the best price because prices go up each week and on top of this i'm going to give you a code so that you can get 10 percent off and that is my bec 10 so when you sign up at bec 2021.com put in the code my my bec 10, the number 10, and you'll get an additional 10% off. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily Real Estate Investing Podcast, where we only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of that fluffy stuff. With us today, Melanie Finnegan. How you doing, Melanie? Hey, how are you? Great. Thank you. 
Well, I'm glad to hear that, and I'm doing well. A little bit about Melanie. She's the founder of Tax Lean Wealth Solutions. She's got 10-plus years of tax lien investing based in Provo, Utah. So with that being said, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and your current focus? Yes. So a lot of people don't really understand what tax liens are. So it's just a facet of real estate. I got into it. It's been about 12 years now. I just accidentally got into it here in Utah. And our business, we do all of our investing in Florida. But what it is, is we're yielding between 14 to 18% by having investors and creating investors' portfolios and tax liens because we purchase them on a secondary market. And I started my company, Tax Lien Wealth Solutions, about three years ago, and we've just been growing ever since. So we love it. So what is your business exactly? So we do wealth management. So we manage and people just send us funds where we have a minimum amount of investing and we manage, but we actually also have what we call the learning portal investor. They go in and get a certification through my learning portal and then they're do do it yourselfers, which they can have any amount they want. They can start with 500 bucks, a thousand bucks all the way up. We have inventory on hand of certificates that actually we are able to distribute and assign them to client portfolios and transfer them in their names. And so we're just money management and advisors. Got it. So you have a done-for-you solution or a do-it-yourself option. Yep. And you teach people how to do it themselves through your learning portal, and then they can go do it. Yes, and then I just launched a little subsidiary. It's called Detroit Wealth Solutions. And what we're doing is we are actually rebuilding Detroit. So we're actually getting tangible properties in there and, and creating a fund. We're just in the process of setting up the fund right now. But they'll be making a quarterly return and then have an option if they want to purchase the property at the end of the rehab or at the end of the year, just do it again. So we just barely launched that two weeks ago. Oh, well, congratulations. So Thank that, you. that has been launched, you said? The business itself has been launched. I got incorporated and everything. And then the website, DetroitWeltSolutions.com is launched and the fund is almost launched. We're just waiting for paperwork to come back and sign. Okay. So why switch gears from tax lien in Florida to building up, investing in Detroit? I listen to my clients, right? So I'm definitely not switching gears because I actually have someone that's directing it and overseeing it because tax liens are my baby. That's where my passion lies and I love investing clients and tax liens and that's where my knowledge is the most superior. So I've delegated somebody to come in who has real estate background with tangible actual properties and things like that. He's overseeing everything and he's doing it all and heading it up. So I haven't switched gears. I just guess I've just added to us. We've just diversified our clients. They say, we want property. We want property or we want to invest. We want to do a fund. So we're listening to that and hearing that. And then I made a trip to Detroit with our partner that we're doing this with. And he just, we solidified the deal. Just after that trip to Detroit, I saw there was a need for it. Okay, cool. So we'll go back to the tax lien part since that's what you're Yeah, that's for my personal, yeah. So the learning portal for people to learn how to do it themselves, what are the steps in that process for learning from step one through whatever step it is? Obviously, it would take longer than that. So I kind of narrow it down. What happened is I was a portfolio manager for another company. And the reason for the learning portal is I was kind of thrown through the wolves of it. I wasn't a good educator 12 years ago because I was brand new, right? So all these clients would call us and say, they'd say they had the knowledge, but they didn't have the knowledge and things would happen with their liens or they wouldn't progress it or they wouldn't know exactly how to do it. So I created the learning portal that just educates briefly on 
due diligence and how to do simple things and how to access our resources for the counties we're purchasing from and things like that. And it's just a step-by-step guide of making the process go, but it has a certification in there. So I can go, oh, okay, that person has their certification. There's an accountability there on both sides. Okay. So that's why it's there because I want to be held to a standard and I want the client, if they want to be a do-it-yourselfer, I can't just throw them to the wolves, right? They have to have everything at their disposal. And if they go through my learning portal, they're also assigned a portfolio manager. So they have meetings with their portfolio manager. They advise and go through everything and onboard them and things like that. It's pretty cool. So let's talk about the last either group of tax liens that you purchased or the last major transaction you've done from a tax lien standpoint. Can you talk about it? Are you asking in dollars? However you want to define yeah. that. No, I, I, I appreciate that. Sorry, I just wanted to kind of see it. But so last purchase I did, I'm a member of the National Tax Lien Association who oversees the investment. And I also have what's called my certified tax lien professional. So I'm a certified CTLP. I used to be the only woman in the U.S. that did this. With that certification, I can buy from the secondary market that I accessed through the National Tax Lien Association. So I purchased, the last thing I did was at an event in March 6th. It was my last travel that I did. It was a business trip to Florida. And I purchased about 1.2. Okay, 1.2 million in tax liens. And educate me, is that all cash transaction? Yeah, exactly. So there's no leverage or anything like that? It's just- no, I was going to say that. So some of that is client funds. I'll say I want $200,000 of tax liens. If that's when I'm managing them, they won't access my inventory. I'll go purchase on behalf of them. So I'll make them kind of wait and say, hey, let's wait because I buy in bulk and I get a slight discount. So I say, hey, let's wait. Next month is when I'm going to do my next purchase. And then we'll lump it all together. So some of it's the business, the funds that we're just reinvesting because we sell them as quick as we get them. We sell okay. out of them so quickly. I never have inventory just overflowing, right? We have tons of investors that are waiting for liens. What's the average time that you hold since it seems like it's pretty quick? It just depends on which podcast cap came out, what source of marketing I'm using and things like that. But I buy a few times a year, probably six, seven. Sometimes I only buy 50000 at a time. Sometimes I buy a million and a half. No, I was saying the hold period, not the amount. So you said you buy them as quickly as you sell them, right? Oh, yes. It could maybe take us a month to get them going. But are you talking about the return to the investor, how quickly that process goes? I thought you said you're buying them and turning them around quickly. What that means is I'm just assigning them to clients. No, I'm sorry. I didn't explain well. So it's under a taxpayer ID, right? So I purchase them, transfer them, and my name have to transfer them into the client's name. Or excuse me, taxpayer ID. So let's take a giant step back. Will you just talk about your business model with buying tax liens? And perhaps we should have started out with that. So a tax lien certificate, just real quick, just so I can define it for your listeners. Sometimes people are like, what is that? When you don't pay your property taxes, the following year at the annual sale, your property tax, that bill will go up for auction because the counties have to do that to put it up for auction. And they have to incentivize investors with a mandated stated rate. So like in Florida, it's 18% is how much they get. But that investor comes in and pays that tax bill. And the property owner is the only one that is penalized at all. The county just facilitates it. But the county needs that money for their police officers, their fire department. They have to meet their budget. So this tax lien investment has to benefit the investor so much because they need us to keep coming back. There's 14 billion delinquencies in our nation. So they've had to create a process that 
recovers funds on an annual basis. And it's been around since the 1800s. Just not a lot of us know about it. I had no clue about it when I fell into it. Okay. So you buy in Florida, my guess is because of that 18% compared to other states, which could be lower. Is that correct? Yeah. Each state has its nuances. So Florida, they really, really cater to the investor. So they have incentives. And I created a strategy in the state of Florida that actually I've been recognized for that compounds money, turns money and things like that. And it's just the best state for tax lien investing. And what is that strategy? That's kind of the secret, right? Can't share my secrets. It's just turning the certificates as quickly as possible. So what I mean by that is we shake the money loose and get the investor's money loose by filing foreclosure, scaring the property owner to pay. So when you buy a tax lien, your goal is to get them to either start paying or to file foreclosure, correct? My goal is that we get in there and we file foreclosure and get that money back as quickly as possible so that we use that interest that we've accrued for that period of time and we're making money. So I'd like to turn money twice a year. That way I'm getting interest really in there working for us. So we go in there, we're buying season certificates. So we, the second that certificate is transferred into the client's entity or name, we go ahead and initialize the foreclosures process and start the foreclosure process because they're maximized at that point and it's moving along, if you will. And will you elaborate on what seasoned certificate means versus unseasoned certificate? Yeah. So one thing that tax lien certificates have is it's called a redemption period. I call it the grace period for the property owner. In Florida, that redemption period is two years. So as an investor, you just have to be idle. You can't do anything with the property other than just accrue interest on paper. But two years in day one, you can go in and file what's called tax deed application, which is step one in foreclosure, and you can go after the property. I buy outside of that grace period so that we can do that immediately. I don't like paper interest. I like real money. So I like to move it along. It's nice to see it on the computer screen and things like that. But I love to show the investment earns the trust of the investor by performing. And my assumption is that you can buy them at a steeper discounted rate if you purchase before the grace period's over, but then you just got to wait. Is that a correct assumption? Kind of. A lot of people, if they're buying season certificates, they go in thinking, oh, I'm going to be able to foreclose on this and get this property. So sometimes the outside of the redemption certificates have a premium to them because you can initialize foreclosure right away. It makes sense. Yeah. So over the course of 12 years that I've been doing this, we've had about 145 properties come to deed. And that's nothing compared to how much money I've invested in clients in over the course of 12 years. When you say 145 properties come to deed, Mm -hmm. what do you mean by that? That means that the money didn't shake loose and they took over the deed to the property. So they didn't get the redemption, which is their initial investment plus the accrued interest at the time. They actually got the property. What are some mistakes that you see investors make whenever they enter in the tax lien purchase business? It's all about due diligence. So I analyze data. That's how I look at it. I look at numbers. I can look at a huge spreadsheet and I can see it in 30 seconds if it's going to perform or not. But people, they think every certificate's going to perform and there's just some that have no value to them. So if they're going in blind, they could go in and foreclose on a property and get invested into this property that has absolutely no value. It could be a marshland. And I've seen that happen where people have 
I've had to rescue people and, and buy back liens that they got from somebody else because they don't know what to do with this property, this slice of grass. But all you have to do is go to the tax collector site and start doing due diligence. And there's a lot of data there that communicates to you non-verbally, of course, that yes, I'm going to perform or no, I'm not. And I vet and cherry pick every single lien. That's where I am an asset to the client is I know how to read the liens and what they're going to do. It took me a long time to do that, but that's where I'm an asset to the clients for sure. But I teach them too, because I want them to know how to do it and how to look at a property so they know what they're investing and be excited about it. When you're looking at it in the 30 seconds that you mentioned, what are the first four things that you look at? There's a lot of nuts and bolts here, so I hope I don't overshare, but when you go into file foreclosure, you have to pay off any additional tax lien certificate holders. So the number one thing is I look, what's the additional tax column? What is the assessed value column this year and last year? And what did I pay for it? So if I have 20% equity in a property, I look at that. If I exit strategy is I'm going to get the property and I want to wholesale it. So I want to kind of look at the assessed value. As you know, assessed value is, is a low value. But I look at that as our exit strategy. If we get property, I leave about 20% equity in there. That You'll never get the property. If a client would be absolutely enthralled by it because they'd have an instant 20% buffer at the very minimum. Mm-hmm. So I look at those columns. It's called the horizon lean to value. And I basically want to know how much of my total investment is going to saturate your assessed value. And I want to maintain 80% or below. Anything else that we haven't talked about as it relates to tax liens that you think we should within the context of this conversation? I know it could be a much longer, yeah. more detailed conversation, but anything else you want to Yeah. Mention? One thing that I learned that is one of the most key components is, and especially right now, right? We're going through a weird time in our economy and things like that. And we're very recession proof, but not only that, we are an approved alternative asset investment, which means you can take your 401k or an IRA and do what's called a self-directed IRA and use those funds to invest and capitalize on that retirement fund that you have and make 14 to 16% a year. My 10-year average is 24.7. <laughs> so that's incredible. How can the best ever listeners learn more about what you're doing? Just go to our website, taxleanwealthsolutions.com. You can go over to our Facebook, same thing. We're on LinkedIn and check us out. And then just call us or submit an inquiry on our email. Melanie, thanks for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever weekend. Talk to you again soon. Great. Thank you. Here's the problem with virtual events. You don't get to connect with others in the way that you would for in-person events. So with this year's best ever conference, It is virtual, and we're fixing that problem. We are introducing many masterminds where you're going to get to know six to eight real estate investors who are accomplished and who will help you, and you will help them grow each other's business. Go to BEC2021.com, sign up for the Best Ever Conference, and enter the code mybec one zero. And you'll get a 10% off on top of the lowest price, which is today, because the prices go up each week. BEC2021.com. When it's Friday at 4.30 p.m., it's time for Entrepreneur Drinks Podcast, which is co-produced by Joint Ops Properties and Discount Property Investors. Join their end-of-the-work-week session as they tackle problems facing entrepreneurs. Listen and subscribe at entrepreneurdrinks.com. That's entrepreneurdrinks.com.